Remember the good old days when every party carried a 10-foot pole? You assumed every chest was a mimic, and the finale of every campaign was an apocalyptic battle against the demon prince at the gates of the abyss? Well, those days are back. On this podcast, we don't waste your time with cookie-cutter scenarios, ho-hum campaign settings, or NPCs asking you to kill the rats in their cellar. No! Each episode is 100% old-school high adventure, with monsters spawned in a nightmare, traps straight out of Grimtooth, and chaos portals that could hurl you into a thousand insane worlds. This is Mighty D. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn, and joining me around the table is... Mike Sullivan playing Waxwing the Cleric, and Mike Brady the Psychic Knight, and Narfalan the Gnome. And Peter playing Duggar the Warrior, and Foz the uh, Fortune Teller Bard. And over here we have Yolent the Paladin. And Ozzy, the mummified mage, who's really working on his push-ups. To get some strength. He's doing a lot of soul searching right now. Yes. Uh, I and then there's Carl who's playing Nadia the thief and Gara the witch. So when we last left off uh, our adventure, we're wrapping up the last few details here in the village of Hamlet. You guys, what do you call it? Run. You ran roughshod. I can't remember what it's called. You ran the table against Ranos and, and uh, Remag, well. the the traitors who were traitors. Uh, <laughs> You, uh, we're still in the fight though, right? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, are you though? I mean, do you want to play out? Do you want to play out everything? I mean, I think I mean, you guys can pretty much capture Does this him. guy want to give up? Yeah. He's blind. That's the question. I mean, he definitely doesn't want to give up, but I mean, you know. I mean, I'm just asking how you were sitting ducks. Yeah. How he wants to go down. Cause I mean, that means that we still would, he, he could technically. And do you really want to? Do you really want to spend the next forty-five minutes playing out? You guys getting up behind him and knocking him, knocking him out. Yeah, I mean, you guys can knock him out or kill him if you want to. Yeah, well, I want his dagger. I want that one guy's dagger. Way too many of you. I vote kill him. Okay, so you can have the dagger. He's he's unconscious right now. I take the dagger and kill him with it. Okay, so Carl picks up the cursed dagger of betraying your friends. Okay, work. <laughs> Next, right? It gives right. me a plus seven. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're not talking to Carl, right? <laughs> and what does Ronos have? Nedia's like, sorry guys, okay. I got it. I got it. All right. Kidding. So the so the so the next scene. I assume you guys like take drag them inside and tie them up, or what do you do? Yeah, uh, and, and get the militia. Mm, there you go. Okay, we'll have to role play that. Okay. We'll definitely role play. Yeah, you guys yeah I talking. think in the meantime. Okay, though. so so the okay, are we? The episode opens. You guys carry them inside. Let's go we ahead take all their weapons. Take all their weapons. Yep. Take all their armor. Right. So they are. Trust them. Right. Can we right. tie um, them up? Tie them up. Because I want to do. I I would like to do an inventory check before we go into the next session because I don't want us to forget or leave anything behind in the in the in between times. Mm-hmm. So like, what is they what? What are we taking from them? Okay. What does he have in his go sack? His go bag. His go bag. <laughs> okay. uh, Ranos has plus one leather armor. We're okay. taking that. Well, I know, but who's going to get it? Well, he's just listing off the items that he has. Right well, now. but I mean, can we just go ahead and. Yes, just I list was... off the items and then we'll okay, go for it. Mike Brady will take the leather armor. Mike Brady, he's already wearing leather, so it would seem that he would just go plus one. Jason, roll uh, an intelligence check for Hawsey. 
Ben -ap, ben -ap, ben -ap. Eleven plus three, I think. Roll one for um fourteen. Narf! Fourteen? Yeah. Okay. Twenty. Not natural. Narf, uh when you guys take off his leather armor, Narf notices that uh Ranos has a amulet that he was wearing underneath it. Um that he thinks might be magical. Okay. I know a guy. He's got a short sword, he's got a dagger, blah blah. I blah, know blah, a blah. guy. It could probably help me. Oh, okay, and then Green Mag is wearing chain mail, basically a chain shirt. And he's got this mysterious magic-looking dagger. And he has this pouch on his belt mm -hmm. with this weird powder in it. Um, you wouldn't know what gunpowder is. It's not gunpowder, but it, that's kind of what it looks like. It's like a black, coarse, almost like pepper um, on his belt. And then he's got to put it on people and make them sneeze. Could be. Uh, and then, yeah, he's got a dagger that's like shaped like a snake's head on the hilt. And there's snake designs going down the blade. That's a second, a separate dagger? No, that's the dagger in question. I wonder who will get the dagger. It's me. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone other than Mike Brady want the leather armor? No. 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 Mike Brady's name is next to the leather then armor. Then quit complaining about not having a he good didn't. armor class. He didn't. I have no point in time complained about my armor class. Yes. You're like, oh, I need to get some no padded armor that's magic no, or something. No, I specifically something. asked for padded armor because uh -huh. I know that it won't impact any of my roles. Right. And yeah. I've been asking for a magic weapon, okay, which is what this is. Is anyone? And I have no at no point in time complain about not having either. Oh, you of those. complain? He every did not. Freaking. He did not. I, I'm I on think Carl's side. Right here in the episode, here. Michael. I want you to edit together I, all of man. Carl's complaints. No, he said he's 13, and I said he should get better armor. I said he should get better armor, and he okay. was like, "No, this is what padded do you guys do? armor because it doesn't yeah. affect me." Yes. Um. So who, so uh. So is gonna Green Mag is still out. Ranos is looking at you all, you know, mm -hmm. menacingly. Uh, we take obviously. the amulet from him. You already did that. Okay. We already took And all you're going to take that to, get, to have it identified or whatever? Yeah. They're down to, um, you know, when you first we'll, start. We'll take a, their boxer shorts. Yeah, when you first magic? start a D&D &D game and you're creating your character and you're just standing there in, like, a diaper, basically, that's yeah. what they're both wearing. Okay. Does anyone want the chain shirt from Green Mag? No. Uh, no, Yolant's gonna have plate mail at some point. Okay. It is it just regular chain mail? It's not magic chain mail that gets rid of all of the negative things of having <laughs> chain mail. Is it, it is not magic chain mail that <laughs> I wish of thievery. Yeah, powder. No, uh, oh, yeah, I'll take the powder. Roll a um, intelligence check, or actually, roll a d20 and get your intelligence or less. I did. You did? Yeah. Uh, this you is said called intelligence or less, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, this is three doses of dust of disappearance. You sprinkle it over yourself oh, and you turn invisible. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So write that down. That's what I you mean, got. That's so cool. Three yeah. doses of dust of disappearance. Cool. And what that makes you invisible? It makes you full on invisible. Okay. Like you sprinkle a dose over your head and you are invisible. Do they have any I money? Feel like on they should have used that. That oh. was cool. Say yeah. what? Do they have any yeah. money on them? Uh, sure. That does they have at least twenty-seven fifty. Do we want to have at least twenty-seven fifty? Do we want to root around the shop for other letters or we interesting should, things? Yeah, we should yes. probably do that before we turn them in, and we should probably help that that poor stock adult. I will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll help him. I got it. Go ahead. Go for it. 
Please roll. <laughs> I don't want to now. You're all looking at me. What's a 13 on the die do? It, it's going to get it you heals a success. Him. Yeah, it heals him. I don't think he needs a ton. I don't think we have to read it. Yeah, I'll just, the, he's gonna at I think least we have can just one, say that he's, he got better. He's, he's going to at least have one dice to hit dice to do. Not profusely bleeding from his head anymore. Ooh, actually, it depends. Yeah. Uh, is he adjacent? What is, what is his alignment? Neutral. The stock, the stock, the stock, the stock adult. What's his yeah. alignment? Is he chaotic? Oh, the the stock man. Yeah, uh, he um, is neutral. Okay, then I get one die. Yeah. Go. So he has one die of hit of hit dice left or re- returned to him. Yeah. So he's back to full. Yeah. Okay. And then we question him, but not interrogate. Um, what do we do with Julius? Yeah, we're gonna. He's sleeping. We're gonna tie him up too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. And bring him in because I don't. I mean, well, at least he kind of gave up. I don't know about this guy though. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. So we have to find out what they what they're. Okay. What the, like is was he just was it just a job? Do we know the stock boy? Is why don't he somebody we tie, who's been in the town for years? Why don't we neither tie both one of the, of the um, neither neither the stock person adult. or the groom have been in town very long. What they about both the bride? came here you to came work here with for them. Say what? What about the bride? There is no bride. Groom is somebody who takes care of horses. Yeah, I think they came to town with Ranos and Grimac. Well, they came to town with But them, obviously, yeah. I mean, you can yeah. you can talk to the stock guy. It's obvious he had no idea that they were up to shenanigans. Like he just it's just a job for him. Right. Like you can you can tell he's he's like, what the heck? And they're like, oh. You know, somebody's going to be attacking us, stand here and shoot the first person who comes through the door. And so he did. That seems like a gross mishandling of well, the situation. You know. I understand. Like, <laughs> that's just like, if my boss said, shoot the first person that comes through the door, I'd be like. But if you lived in a town that was occasionally attacked by orcs and, and evil cults, you might be a little more, you know. And plus, he's not from town. So, like. He yeah, yeah, know. yeah. But, yeah. like, could you imagine? Um, at least he didn't kill the first person. Right. So the um, the groom looks like a fighting man. You know what I mean? Uh, he's wearing leather armor. He carries a long sword. Yeah, he's definitely tied up. Uh, well, I know that. I'm just telling you. You're trying to figure out how he fits into the whole thing. Right. He's um, obviously a, a seasoned. I'm gonna try and heal myself too. Okay. My hands. Okay. Do you want me to roll? Or? Of course. Okay. I'm hoping I'm hoping something bad happens. <laughs> uh, I don't think anything bad happens. I, I don't see. You don't get disapproval. Anything. I don't see disapproval on this. You can just go around laying on hands all day long. No consequence. You can lose it. No, I don't even think I can lose it. What? Failure. One through eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll double check real quick. Yeah. You guys go ahead. I'll yeah. His, his Jason's eyes always seem to pass over the part. You weren't here for the, the honeybee incident Uh-oh. where uh, <laughs> he had a honey-based cleric. Because oh, I didn't read one. one yeah, one pretty thing. important sentence about how often he could create healing honey out of his, you know, armpits or whatever it was. It's like, yeah, he had gallons of this healing stuff that he was lugging around. Mm. It's like, uh, you can only do that once a week. Okay, um, <laughs> so you don't see anything? Oh, because you've never glanced over stuff before. Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. I have. I have. Um, just bring it up yeah. on me. Okay, uh, holy deeds. In addition to spellcasting, Napoleon is also able to perform holy deeds. Uh, holy on deeds, hands. Batman. As clerics in power to heal, faithful paladin may not heal undead animated objects, uh, extra planar creatures, or constructs in this manner. The paladin... Must physically touch the wounds of the faithful and concentrate for one action. 
Mm-hmm. The Paladin's Lay on Hands works as the Clerics in that it may heal specific conditions instead of hit points. Uh-huh. That is all it says. So essentially wow. it's a Cleric's What does it say at the top when the part you skipped over? The Paladin declares which Holy Deed he wants to use and rolls on the table. The Holy Deed's die roll is Action Die plus Paladin Level plus Personality Modifier plus Luck Modifier. Wow. Holy plus Deed's luck. risk disapproval on each oh. failure increases the chance for disapproval. Okay. There you go. I forgot Luck Rolls or Luck the Luck. Adjustment. Okay. All right. So, um, so go ahead and roll. So I'd already have one disapproval. Yes, you already got. So now Your you're up range to two. Is two. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. That's kind of cock. That's not. That's an eighteen. Okay. You're good. So that's an eighteen. All right. So plus are you level? <laughs> you're fine. You, you get healed up. All right, so are you guys trying to... Um, Lots, so I'm just sure. What are you going to do about, about Ranos? Are you guys... Who's going to question him, and what are you asking? Or are you guys just going to or go to... Um, Severin. Severin and an let option. him deal with him. It's an option. I think... Uh, we're definitely going to question him. What are we going to question him about? To be honest with Why you... Why did you sell my family out? What he knows? Well, at this point, is it going to have any impact on our... It's... I know Mike Brady cares. Uh, y'all it cares. But is that going to... If we bring Severin in, we're going to learn more. Because Severin knows more. I think what I'm trying to say is, if we're... If this is the conclusion of this portion, like... <gasps> Uh-oh. That's not good. No, it is. When he... Uh, can you hand me that file folder like that. there that's at the end? You're all going to die. Nope. What at you didn't end? know is that they're actually demons. Mm-hmm. What you didn't know is they had a bomb. Just the file folder. <laughs> Twelve bombs. Sorry. All right. Um, I just think that we can ransack the place and then go hand them in. Are we definitely oh, going to ransack? But I asked if they had money on them. I was they don't have money. Uh, they have twenty seven. He had a go bag. We took yeah. Okay. Bag. So basically, between the go bag and their quarters, you find three hundred gold. Uh-huh. Wow. One hundred fifty platinum. Ooh. Ooh. And 50 gems worth 10 GP each. We rich. And with no one to sell it to. Oh, right. <laughs> Is there a traveling merchant coming to town? <laughs> we'll find one. You I think killed just, the town trader. I was oh, about wow. to say, I think we just ruined this town's economy, too, while we were at it. <laughs> so, all joking aside, I was thinking, like, uh, this town depends on this trading right. post, right? Like, you yeah. might want to leave the one guy who was actually a good guy, the stock boy. Like, yeah. you're promoted... This is your trading post. That now. may not be a bad idea. Sure. Right. I am. In, we'll I think we. I think that's fine. I know a guy. Uh, hey, stock adult. I know a guy who's living at a place out just outside of town that he could use a job. Could use a job. Something to get to his mind off. Who's that? To get his mind off of something. He had a terrible little situation recently. And who's he's, that? Laura. He needs oh, something Lord. to do. Yeah, Essence one that's Jasmine? Jazz, the, Jasmine? The one that's Jasmine. Oh, oh. Our, little, our little crying corner boy. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He could yeah. use something he, he to take his mind off. Yeah, yeah, you guys could run this uh, store together. So who goes up the stairs and searches their quarters? Not Hosny. Yes. I will. Yes. So Nedia mm-hmm. and who yeah. else? And Waxwing. Waxwing. Okay, so you search the quarters. You find uh, what treasure was not uh, included in that statement. The stuff I already wrote down? Yeah. Okay. And you find player handout 16. Ah. Tell everybody what it is. Uh, player handout 16 is a uh, stone 
mm-hmm. uh, oval stone that says the letters T Z G Y or T Z G Y if you're from Britain, <laughs> or Canada. Is that one of our hands? I thought that was also a part of it. No, that, yeah, that, that's I was your assume, hand. That's a good point. I was assuming it was you our find hand a severed hand holding it. <laughs> you're right. It looked, <laughs> No, I didn't think it was a severed hand. I thought it was like, like maybe a, a brooch or like something. Like part of yeah, it. Yeah, it would be funnier if you opened the drawer yes, and there's like it a, severed a severed hand They're holding part a of a chaos cult. It could happen. It could yeah. happen. I love this band. Here's a question. <laughs> that, that's one of the questions we can Somebody ask needs to keep this. Are, they part, of the, are they part of the cult? Well, you know who's going to keep it. You know Sully needs to keep it. Or are they just working for the cult? I know. We need to find out. We're... um. Rat men are coming in through the sewers. We're not part of the cult. We're just, uh, you know, honest rogues, mm. you know, trying to make a, trying to make a living. Selling out families. I understand. Ironic. All right. Mm. I mean, you could look at it that way. Yeah, um, I could look at it that way. You're absolutely right. It's almost as if I'm evil. I could like, look at it that way. What's preventing me from looking at it that way? I mean, it's almost could, as if I'm chaotic. I could take this I'm sword there. and make the same marks on you that are on me now. No, not do. in this podcast. You can't. <laughs> you were tortured, but you can't torture me. Right. Well, here's the thing. Mm. We can uh, pause podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we come back to podcast. He's uh, got marks on him. I don't know from where. That's amazing. That's crazy. So he's got this stone. It's T Z G Y. Here at the Mighty Deeds podcast, we don't make light I ask of what the, this is. We don't make light of the safety tools of the. Uh, I'm for not, the game. I'm not. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you two answers to that question. I'm going to give you the real answer, which to me is more interesting, and then I'm going to give you what he says. Okay. Well, what, which one? Wait a minute. The real answer okay. is that Gary included this in the module with no idea of what it was for in the Temple of Elemental Evil. Hmm. So when Frank Menster went back to write. To finish the campaign, mm. he's like, oh, that stone they found in the trader's yeah. establishment? It does this in the dungeon. Like, when Gary put it there, it was just like, I don't know, is that an anagram of his name? There's a, you know, um, there's a G and a Y in there and a Z. Um, hmm. He it. says, where did they get it? Um, I mean, make an intimidate roll or something, you know, at least go through this. Yeah, I could take this sword. And no, make the no, marks make, on you that are we on We don't threaten me. to torture people. Or you can tell me we what, make an these, intimidate what this role. stone is. Yeah. yeah, I rolled a 17 on the die. Okay, all right. Um, he doesn't know what it does. Uh, he was given it uh, by, a, by a traveling spy or whatever and told to give it to um, Lareth, right? So he tells you about the drop point at the All Faith Shrine. Okay. Right? Which you already basically knew about. So they would leave things letters for Lareth at the All Faith Shrine. Mm-hmm. And then they would mm, maybe receive. somebody somebody from the moat house would come and get them. Right, right. Right. And then yeah, then they would also receive their orders from the same uh, thing the same way. Yeah. Although it was pretty much, you know. And someone came and gave this them gave them this stone. Yes. And said give it to Lareth. Yes. They met on a bench in a park, facing away from each other. Well, he, he showed up. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, yeah. And they had identical suitcases. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. Mm. Basically, yeah. Um, I mean, unless it just says he has a small black scarab inscribed with the glyphs. And then it says what it does. Ranos and Grios 
oh, can each unlock the coffer. Oh, there's a coffer. Work. What's in it? What? What you just in got? In the oh. coffer. <laughs> the small coffer holds the gold and and the uh, and the scarab, the stone. Who wants the gold? So, um, so you found the stone. You guys can divvy up the the gold off the air we or whatever. Will. Yeah, we will. Uh, so now, do you have any other questions for him, or are you going to try to contact Severin, or what are you going to do? Was there anyone besides who who else were you working with? Roll an intimidate roll. Eighteen. Nice. Okay. So, so between your eighteen and your eighteen, basically, Randos is trying to turn state's evidence. He's like, look. Okay, this guy paid me to spy, but I never, you know, did any murder. That's Greenmag's job. You know, he's basically trying to. <laughs> he's trying he's, to point out he's not actually part of the cult. He's, he's sitting just, right there. You're just going to. Well, okay, but you know what I'm saying. He's just saying. <laughs> it's not like he's I'm in not part of the room. cult. <laughs> Lock him just, in a room together naked yeah. and see. So you were asking out. who else? Yeah, if he was working. With um. Else. So mm. they occasionally people would come into town. And they had a recognition. He explains that there was a recognition sign. And if you, uh, well, I guess he could just describe it to you. But basically this, like in front of your face, crossing your, crossing your arms kind of at the wrists mm-hmm. and like bumping it twice was like the recognition sign that he was given. So right. anybody who was traveling through Homlet and made that sign, you know, he would get paid if he... Helped them, okay. gave them supplies, carried messages for them, mm-hmm. or whatever. Is there anybody in town right now who gave you that sign? Uh, uh, yes. So, um, not Spoonwar. Severin? No. no. French dude. Spoonwar. No. Oh, definitely not Spoonwar. <laughs> uh, there Spoonwar. is a, um, there is a spy at... Carol Brady. No. I don't think you've <laughs> met this person. Um, so here is well, the, it was Alice. Here's the tower. <laughs> here's the tower that Rufus and Burn are building. Okay, uh-huh. across here, here's the camp where all the workmen are are building the camp. Are, are camping okay. that are uh, building. building the there tower. is a spy there named Killrent. Killrent is a spy. Killrent is mm-hmm. a is a, also a spy. He passes messages to them, which they pass along. To, uh, so here in the um, Goodman Games version, there's a nice okay. picture of Kilrent at the work site. So Kilrent is the one who told them that, you know, they left with enough supplies for three yeah, weeks yeah. in the wilderness. He's the one who asked Severin about, gotcha. hey, where'd they go? I've always wondered about their adventures. And so, so basically he wrote that note, but all the information came from Kilrent. Okay. He also confirms they never got the note uh, to kill messengers from the east. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. like Which you're true because you were noticing that. So you noticed that oh, Laris yes. Superior sent yes. him a note that said, "Keep There's a watch messengers. out for messengers from the east. Yeah. They must be intercepted and eliminated." And that, that's what I said. And I said that was me and Sarah, or Sarah and Nedia. Yes. Well, I knew that. He can't confirm or deny that. Because All he, he knows is nobody ever sent him a message to intercept anybody. So right. he never received it. Or it was never sent to him. Yeah. Or one of the two. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, that note could have just arrived at Lareth's, you know. Yeah, that's, my, that's what I was saying. Like, oh, yeah. he nev- it never got a chance to get to him. Yeah. All right. We need to get the militia. We need to get these guys mm-hmm. locked up before Mike goes ape crazy on them. Yes. <laughs> so let's do that. And 
we need to get word to Severin that there's a spy at the work, work group. Yes. Because I believe now that they have nothing to do with this. I agree. In terms of what's going on here. Nadia now. agrees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nadia is on the same page as Mike Brady. Sure. We let them deal with them. Justice will be served. Swift, cold justice. All right. Could you imagine playing this a long time ago, this this adventure and finding the stone and not knowing what it does? And Total here's the here's the crazy herring. thing about that. Yeah. Okay. They released the Temple of Elemental Evil, or they released uh, Hamlet in '78. They didn't release the Temple of Elemental Evil until like '84. Okay, there was six years on the cover of this. They were like, this is the lead into the Temple of Elemental Evil. And then everybody played through this. And they were like, where's the sequel? And they have what this is this song. rock? Yeah, everybody's got this rock. And they don't nobody, know nobody knows what it means. Gary is writing in Dungeon Magazine. And he's like, or Dragon Magazine. He's like, trust me, I'm working on it. Oh but actually, gosh. he's flying out to California to work on the D&D cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And so ah. he finally comes back. And there's financial problems at TSR. And he's like, okay, Frank uh, Mentzer. Get to finish this thing. <laughs> and Goodman Games leaves it in for posterity. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. Funny. So, but I mean, it does come in useful. But like I said, a lot of people wrote their own conclusion to yeah, the, yeah. To, sure. you know, people wrote their yeah. own Temple of Elemental Evil. Mm-hmm. All right. So are you going to march, are you going to march these guys over to the tower or are you going to go to the tower to talk to uh, Captain Severin? I think we should bring them here. Yeah. I Let's think we should go get Captain Severin and bring him here. Okay, who does that? Uh, Foz will run out there, find him. Take a horse. Aha, wakey, wakey. Are oh, yeah. Up? Yeah, we'll turn their way <laughs> right now. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Mm, area 13. And someone should get the, should we get the militia? Is there, is there a local magistrate? Some sort of local yes. law enforcement? Law enforcement that's uh, not named? No. There, there is uh, the mayor. And there is the militia. The mayor and the militia. The mayor basically I want the mayor and acts the, as the yep. acts as the I sort want, of magistrate kind of person that I you're want looking him for. And the leader of the militia. That is Elmo the drunk's father, uh-huh. the guy who started all this. Uh-huh. I remember him. I remember. I'm so remember. is there a weird jurisdiction conflict between uh, <laughs> Severin and the militia then? Are they kind oh, of Oh, I don't think so. He doesn't like him at all. Well, he doesn't like Severin at so all, the, but so, you guys would know this. There's a town council. Mm-hmm. Rufus and Burns sit on the town council mm-hmm. along with the mayor, the head of the militia, and a couple other people. Okay, okay. Uh, and so if it was a serious enough crime or whatever, you know, the, the town council would probably have to get together because this village is independent. They, are, mm-hmm. they do not belong to Verbobok. They handle their own business. Then we need the mayor and the militia leader. So the town elder is Kenter Nevitz. Okay. This is Kenter Nevitz. Need him. Okay. So, Okay. Whole bunch of role playing. Uh, what did I put him up there? For? I don't know. Honestly, going to get who was I looking for? Oh, the head of the militia. Yeah, Roth Renton. Yes. Okay, so who goes for each of these people now? Now you're now you're basically getting will. you're getting the whole town council out. Waxwing will for both of them. Yeah. Well, okay. he had sent. Was, Foz was going to go get the. Uh, he's going to go she get was him. Confused about. Yeah, and then all and then oh. we can send Gara also to get one of them. Okay. All right, uh, so Foz is going to get Severin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Gara will go get this gentleman here with the red hair okay. and the mustache. And Waxman will get his buddy, the militia okay. leader. So our friends at Goodman Games 
I, I need to record this before I actually meet any of them at Gen Con this week. They put this picture of the tower. Okay. Mm-hmm. When clearly the tower is stone. Yes. Mm. All of the art from first edition shows a big stone tower with not a single piece of wood sticking out. It's a stone tower. Okay. This structure is a 60 foot tall, a smaller tower rising inside the grater at about 35 feet above the ground. Its entrance is accessible only by going up a curving flight of stone stairs, which terminates at a landing about 10 feet above the ground. The outer door of the tower lowers to form a drawbridge to the stone building. There are several arrow slits around the tower and has, it has a splay around the base at about six feet in height. The tower and upper battlements are M-A-C-H. You know, the, the, the bumps that you see on the top of the tower. Turrets. Well, yeah, but you know, like there's a, there's a rock and then there's a space and then there's a rock. The word. Say what? I want you to say the word. Do you know the word? What is it? I've seen it before. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> what is it? Oh, co- M-A-C-H-I-C-O. Ma- manacles? Macolated? And merlons yep. being pierced for archery as well. Two men-at-arms watch from the roof, cradling their heavy crossbows. So what he is describing is... A rook. He's Merlon. describing that. I, I think I've had... Yeah. He's I've, describing that. I've heard that. called merlons, but not merlinated. You can kind of see in this picture on a coat of arms. This is men working in the foreground and the tower in the background. You can see there's kind of a a stairway that goes up and then a little drawbridge drops down to let you in. Okay. Okay? It's open when you get there. So two guys are on top of the tower and they've got the badger symbol on their on their coat of arms. Stop for a second. I don't think we need him here. Mm-hmm. We need him to know there's a spy in the work group. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to set to tell him. Okay. You um, can ask him to come if you want to I be a see. part of this, but we need him to know. Well, this is there's a this spy is Peter's big group. chance to role play, man. I'm just <laughs> telling you. Well, I think she would take the letters with her to, for the evidence. We need sure. those for the council, don't oh. we? I would just. I right. mean, Maybe. and you are accusing a random person, so. Mm. Do you guys let her take the letters? Well, she only needs one. I think it would be just easier oh, to yeah, have him letters. come to us and then explain it. When then, he's then, okay, okay. I mean, she doesn't have to get. Then it I to take him. it she back. Show him to the letter and then say, "Take it back to us." I mean, yeah, I was going to just go over and say, "Hey, Severin, it's about it's about Rufus and Bernie. You need to come quick." Say and it. who is this? Is this the fortune teller? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's from the town. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Um, say it. So you get there. What? I said, say it. Severin! <laughs> okay. So you go up the steps. There's a couple guys standing there. And you go in to... Why are you screaming? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm literally five feet away from you. Oh. It's the only way I know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hysterical. <laughs> so you enter the tower on the third level. The bridge is a one-foot-thick oak planking. And uh, there's a badger guard on duty at all times. Doors flanked by... Window, uh, arrow slits, two fireplaces where most of the cooking is done, several comfortable chairs, decorations including 12 shields, four long swords, and four great swords, smooth stone-fitted stairs curved upward to area G4, and a smooth stone ramp leads downward to area G2. So Mm. you come in, and this is a pretty well-appointed place. Fancy. Right? This part is finished, Mm -hmm. obviously, and furnished and everything. This is where Rufus and Byrne have been living. So these guys are like building onto it. They're, they're, this is the main, and then you build a wall and then you, you know, build the city of Jericho. Uh, this guard uh, answers, what uh, is, is standing there? What's his name? Jim. What's his fantasy name? 
Yim. Yim. All right. Uh, Good. So, uh, uh, what's your character? Foz. What? Foz. Foz. Does she know Yim? Yeah. Oh wait, he's one of the badgers, so he doesn't. He's not from the town. Oh, no. But maybe, maybe she's you know met him in the. She's pretty nosy. She's, she's told us fortunes. That's true. Yeah. Oh my god. She's the busybody of the town. She likes to come there and just like tell everybody's fortune, just mm. for kicks. She's like, people. here's my trap card. <laughs> <laughs> it always ends with her just yelling at someone. <laughs> so we have to do a flashback scene before I forget. Yes. This has nothing to do with what we're doing, but I'm getting old and I forget things. I, I'm not going to remember her name. So every Foz. time I point it, yep. Foz. Foz. Mm-hmm. Foz has a equally busybody friend oh, who's about her age. An old, old Is her name's Rhyme, I hope? I, I'm asking you. What's her name? Yes. Uh, Boz. Foz and Boz. Old Fozzie Boz. and Bozzy. Oh, uh, they, sometimes they solve crimes together and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's so cute. They're like the, it's, it, you know, like the two old men in the Muppets, but they're like the females. <laughs> Even better. All right. When you got back into town, at some point when you guys were in... That was like Elmo. The, yeah, um, and, and Foz, Foz berated him at the bar. She right, did. right. Mm-hmm. Sometime either before or after that, probably after, um, of course, Boz was one of the people that was so happy to see Foz back, yes. right? Yes. And runs up and hugs her and is talking to her in the end of the welcome wench that first night that you guys got back mm-hmm. and she told you because of course she 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 probably you know it's like well you know i don't like to be nosy but my rheumatoid was bothering me <laughs> my sciatica was acting up and i couldn't sleep and so i got up um when uh when the night you guys left and uh i, I went to my window do dish and i <laughs> Yeah, she's going to spill the tea. She, she says she went outside, and she saw Elmo walking along the road, not between the end of the Welcome Wench and his house, but, like, down a road where he really had no reason to be going, mm. right? So she might have kind of followed him a little bit, mm. just a little ways. As one does. And she noticed, after about 10 or 15 yards, he looks around, and he stopped walking drunk. And he uh, cut off into the woods, like he like he totally acted different, and he cut off into the woods. And she was able to see. She 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 went up there. She was in her nightgown and her hip, you know, her hip, you know, the bursus. And um, but she was able to kind of creep up there, and she saw him meet with this cloaked stranger on this hill. Mm. Right, she could see him by the moonlight. And he met with some kind of cloaked stranger. And then the guy left and, and she, Elmo went by and then she, she went home and she thought you should know that ah. there's something weird going on with Elmo. Mm-hmm. She always knew it. She mm-hmm. always had a feeling there was something sketchy about him. Um, but now she's like, if, you know, is he really drunk? He wasn't mm-hmm. drunk that night, you know, but um, Hroth didn't let him go with you guys oh. to, the, to the moat house. His okay, son. so now... You're talking to Yim, and Yim's like, um, hey, Hazi. Foz. Hey, Foz. Good to see you, hon. Yeah, good what to see you. What brings you up here? I need to talk to Severin right away. Where is what? he here? Where what's is it, he? What's it about? I can't tell you. It's about Rufus and Byrne. Well, you just did tell me. What about him? Well, there's, I, I need to talk to him. Listen, hon. He kind of looks around a little bit. You know, he's a... Uh, He's a, he's a grumpy Gus. I don't want to bother him. I'll give you a free anything. tarot reading. Listen, 
you're going to have to at least make a personality check. Roll your personality on a roll. I'll give you a precious stone with the letters. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Hold all the phones. (laughs) Okay. Eight plus. No, your personality or less. So it's probably probably less if you're a bard. Uh, My personality. It's it's 13. 13. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. He's like, all right, but this, we need to make it quick, okay? He's very busy. Come on. He'll be happy with you. Uh, he takes you to area... Five oh, parapet was another word that I used for those things. Parapet. Uh, I love that, like, nothing screams do me a favor the quite word, like... Me yelling your fortune at you at a later date. <laughs> 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 two for one. The word you're trying to read is the is the way it's said on coats of arms. Okay. When, when it's Merlon is the word, and they're yes. like Merlinized. Yes. Merlinized. Okay. Yes. Mercenary mm. Captain's Room, G8. This chamber is sparsely furnished with a simple wooden bed, a small table. Okay, so so he takes you up, he knocks on the door, and the guys like come you know how military commanders do he he opens the door and he kind of steps in and he's like uh, this is um this is fozzy uh mm-hmm. she's a she's a woman of the town she said it's it's really important that you talk that she talk to you and so he's got all these papers on his desk and he kind of pushes back from his desk all right what can i do for you what's the problem miss uh, well fozzy gives an, the, the side eye evil eye to uh to uh yin it's like i need to tell you alone uh, okay. Uh, he looks at Yin. Yim. Yim. He looks at Yim. He looks at you. And he kind of hitches up his sword belt a little bit. And he's like, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> trust me. It's like, you're not going to me to me after this, are you? <laughs> All right. You can wait outside, lad. All right. So he steps outside and closes the door. Severin, I have information about Rufus and Byrne. People plotting against them. There's trouble in town. We need to get there right quick. Okay. The funny thing to me is that at total random, you sent the town busy Bozzy <laughs> yeah. to go tell him that these guys actually are traitors when they really are. Uh, so I'm going to make you roll a D24 and get your personality or less. Oh, dear. 21. Um. Okay, so he you can you can tell he's trying to blow you off. He's like, listen, miss. Uh, Does the circle of weird mean anything to you? Okay, that's excellent. Give him give him a, a hero point for that. Before you say that, I just want to get out. You know, he says, uh, you know, we're not here to get involved in local affairs. You know, you need to talk to the captain of the guard. Blah blah blah. And then you say, "Does the circle of eight mean anything mm-hmm. to you?" And that stops him in his tracks. So, <laughs> do any of you guys know what the circle of the eight is? It's a circle with eight people in it. It's like a circle, no. but with like eight okay. things. So, so I've had you guys roll like twice. Everybody rolled their intelligence and everybody failed mm-hmm. when you saw that letter. And then again, everybody yeah. rolled and no, everybody failed. But he definitely knows what the circle of eight is. So I don't need to be reminded. He says... <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled a 19 and it failed. So let's well, that was uh, that was Uncle Gary's failing, fault. Okay, it was Uncle Gary's fault. He's like, "Where'd you hear that name?" You, there's no time. Come with me. We have people to talk to. All right, lead the way. All right, so he grabs a couple guards. Like he yells up the stairs and he's like, uh, "Fim, Grim, 
Get down here. We have work Larry to do. Gibbons brothers. Everyone rhymes. Yeah, Billy yeah, Jin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they're following you, and they're headed, they're headed with you uh, back there. Um, okay. So who is going to get the town elder? Gar. And who is that? Gar is the witch. Gar the witch. Great. Okay. So the town elder lives in the big house. In area 27, the great big house with a pasture. You're, you're, I'm sorry. It's kind of more or less okay, in the middle, area 27. Okay. He, he lives in the biggest house in town, right? Okay, so what time? We said it's the middle of the day, right? It's not yes. like nighttime. Yeah, it's yes. not nighttime. That's... Okay. Uh, Gar comes yes, up. we caused a huge ruckus at midday. midday. Uh, this place has an eight-foot-high stone wall and a heavy gate. It is obviously the residence of some well-to-do folk and appears easily defensible in times of trouble. The house itself is constructed of stone matching the wall with a slate roof. The yard is tidy and well-tended with pruned rose bushes. Gary wanted you to, mm. St. Gary wanted you to know. Okay, so the front door is open. Uh, I go, I... And there's like a, um, you know, they're, they're, they're Alice, right? They're maid and, and house yeah. person is out front trimming the roses and she sees you coming up. Now, are you... Are you from the town? Yes. She's yeah, from Gar the town. Yeah, from the town. Okay, so you might know her. What's her name? Uh, Jill. What's her fantasy name? Jillian. Jilla. Um, <laughs> Jillis. <laughs> Jillis from A- Phyllis. Aurora. Aurora. That's a good name. Okay. Borealis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aurora okay. Borealis. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's Awkward. married to a very famous man. <laughs> Awkward. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Aurora sees you coming and, and gets up and kind of brushes her, her skirt off. What's your name? Gara. Yeah, she, Gara. She, she's like... And um, she knows Gara was with us out in the, in the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows about that part. Here you can well, hey, people into newts now. Well, hey, Gara, how you doing, hon? Uh, what is his name again? His name is Kenter Nevitz or Elder Nevitz. I must speak with Elder Nevitz. Oh, what's wrong, huh? It is very urgent. I must speak to him right away. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's go see if we can find him. Come with me. So she takes you inside the house. His wife, their four grown sons all live here. Two of the sons are married. <laughs> Spacious two-story house. I mean, we've got details, Carl. <laughs> you want to know how many riding horses they are? No, but he's I would got, like to know where he's at. He's got 14 <laughs> goats, six cows, and a variety of horses. He's got two servants grilled and a hired farm. Aurora, man. Aurora, thank you for listing an itemized <laughs> list of the houses, what's in here. Can we go? The four sons oh, <laughs> and the hired hand are all members of the militia. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Bring them. <laughs> All right. Um, it's like you're in a museum and she's the guide. <laughs> Over yeah. here we have the 12 horses. And here we have our four cows. <laughs> you can see them in their glory. Yes. There's um, four. Okay, so he Padding is... the time. He is... Uh, she has to do this for an hour every time. He is playing uh, a kind of a... Yeah. No, no, no. That's a commoner's game. He's playing a chess-like game with one of his sons in this spacious, think Southern antebellum, you know, uh, gone with the wind kind of decor. His as, youngest as you come in. and he's losing badly. Okay, now, you don't get to make up details. This is D&D. This is DCC. Okay. All right, uh, Aurora. He sees you come in. Um, so what was your character's background? 
Oh God, I'm a costmonger. Costmonger. So you were cart. Mm-hmm. You, you push the cart around. Okay. Ooh, so I got it. so we come when she comes in. So when she comes in, he's facing her. The boy is, has his back to her. The boy turns around and then he like moves some of the pieces real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. As soon as the son looks away, he moves two pieces. It is great. That is great. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to edit that out, Michael. All right. So, um, okay. So he doesn't have a very high opinion of 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 your character. You know, you're you're a common street peddler, and he's the mayor of this one-horse town. Hmm. Uh, but he stands up and he, he greets you. He sticks out his hand to shake your hand. I shake it. I, for, I can't remember these secondary characters' names. It's Gara. It's fine. Gara. He's like, um, Still well, Gara. Well, yeah. What can I do for you, Gara? Uh, I forgot her voice. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she even had one. Uh, no, he was definitely I was doing one. one. Um, uh, we have discovered... There it is. We have dis- uh, discovered a... Um, a plot that needs your utmost attention. Uh, if you would please come with me, bring some guards. We can go ahead and, and we can tell you all the things you need to know. I'm changing his voice since I described his house this way. He's going to be my southern gentleman. <laughs> ah, well, I don't have any guards, as you know, but I do have my three sons and a... Uh, uh, oh, right. Member, right. my yeah. hired hand, that are all members of the militia. Bring two of the sons. All right, come on, Andy. Grab your sword and. Uh, What's Andy's <laughs> fantasy name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hey? Uh, come on, Andronicus. His name is, is Anthrew. <laughs> yeah. That's his Come name. on, Andronicus. <laughs> Get your brother Titus. Uh, grab your swords and come with me. All right, so he starts heading. So we're all heading to the traders. We're all heading to the traders thing. Okay, mm, and then the you go to get one of your characters. Went to get Roth. Yes. Who? Waxwing. Waxwing. Okay. All right. All right. Mm. Uh, so Roth lives. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot her voice. <laughs> like, you, you say you pulled it out. You pulled yeah. it out. It was yeah. clutch. I'll be gosh darned if I can remember. Oh wait, he lives like in building one or two or something. I wanna. I wanna make sure to read all of these wonderful. Uh, you know, Descriptive. text descriptions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Modest farmhouse. It's a real word picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A clean but slightly run-down building indicates that this, is, this farm is not very prosperous. However, the stock appears quite healthy and plump. An attractive lad of 12 summers or so is doing chores. Nothing appears to be of particularly, particular interest. Did you say an attractive lad of 12 summers? I did. Uh, That's problematic. <laughs> you, well, you, know, you know, it's just a handsome lad of 12 summers or so. He is a handsome 12-year-old. <laughs> Can we make him older? <laughs> so, He's like the stock boy. Like I'm uncomfortable. 17 summers, 18 this, summers. That's back in fantasy times. This would times. be Elmo's like, youngest brother. babies at 12. Okay. So what do you do? You see him working outside. You see the house door, front door is closed. Hey, where's your dad? Um... <laughs> Faster, I oh, need to faster. Sorry. Faster, what? Where's your dad? Um, oh, uh, I think he's inside. <laughs> can, can I go see him? I need to see him. It's important. Dad! Oh, are you from the town? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dad, Waxwing is here. And I, I definitely remember the voice I did for Roth Renton. Roth sticks his head out the door looking like a gnarled potato like he, like he yes, usually he does. does. And uh, 
squints at you with his one good eye. And he's like, uh, what can I do for you, little man? <laughs> can we talk in private? Like with the kid nut hanging around? Just you and me? Just did a couple I, of old guys? Did I give him a name? No. You yes, a uh, handsome 12-year-old. No, no, you summers. didn't give him a name. Uh, what would? What name what, would you What's like? his name? No, I, no, I'm not giving you a <laughs> damn name. I tried to make a damn joke, and you threw it in my face. He made the same damn joke, and you thought it was the funniest damn thing in the whole world. No, you ain't getting no fucking name out of me, boy. It's personal. We've drawn a line. It's not about the joke. It's about my feelings about you. You understand? Work. Um, Braxamanicus. Run along. That's a beautiful name. Braxamanicus. It's biblical. It was St. Cuthbert's... <laughs> Half brother. <laughs> All right, he kind of looks around. He's like, "Listen, oh, what's on your mind, little man?" Listen, we think oh, we found <laughs> the spies that sold out the Bradys, and we need you now at the trading post. Stat, bring some of the guards. We got to be there now. The whole reason that the we trading go, post, yes, is it Randos and it's Green Egg at their place. Let's go. All right, let me give a sword. Hold on. Okay, mm. goes inside. Uh, roll a d6. Evens, Elmo's there. It's odds. Elmo's out. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anybody uh, handy. I guess we could, uh... Send Braxanicus. Yeah, we could grab a couple farmers. Send Braxanicus. Yeah? To get some more guards. You right. We gotta go. All right, all right, all right. Uh... I want you to run to the center of town. I want you to ring that triangle thing. <laughs> and anybody who comes, I want you to send them over to the trading post. Oh, I love up. the triangle thing. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. yeah, that's what we do when there's trouble. It's a family name. Okay. <laughs> uh, it all right. Back several generations. So, moments later, Old man everybody's there. <laughs> Everybody you see except him. Everybody here is mm. is there. Right. Okay. Right. You've got the town elder, and who's doing the talking? I love, oh, I have one, I one thing. <laughs> I want Hawsey no. to lay it out like it's a, like, like, a, noir, like a, a noir film. Yeah, where sure, it's like, sure. Act one. Where, or, or like a Scooby-Doo mystery <laughs> where yeah. they're like, these were the clues. This is what we found. <laughs> and it all led to it being... These two. Someone in this room is a spy. <laughs> what I actually have is I have gentlemen two turn out your pockets. On them. Yeah, I was right. about to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And these are the spies. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can't yeah. actually pull it off, so I'm just like, and these. <laughs> Here, let me help you. We'll help you. Yeah, just see a hand come out and then pull it off. These are the spies. Okay, so who? Does does Hazi yes. actually lay everything yes. out? Yes, of course. Okay. So, do Sleep. <laughs> do you? Um, okay, so this is the rest of you guys are th- are there. Uh-huh. Yes. While everybody's going to get these, and people. Waxwing is filling in things like what he saw. When no, 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 no. This oh. is before that. Before Waxwing gets back. Before anybody gets back, the rest of you are still there at the trading okay. post. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Are you guys going to tell everybody in town the whole truth about the cult now, no. which you hid from them? But then who are you going to say these guys are working with? Yes, we have to. Well, no, I mean, we're going to oh, tell the leaders, but I, yeah, I thought leaders, you meant yes. Yeah, yeah. 
we're not okay. going to announce yes. it to the town. Severin's we'll going to no, That's what I'm saying. To these people. Yes. Yes. Severin's going to know a lot of this information anyway. Okay. But we're okay. going okay. to fill in the blanks. All right. So we will finish up with this. We're running out of time. So, yes. So we have our... Our noir scene, we have our, our Poirot scene where Hazi is walking around with his hands behind his back. <laughs> but then we discovered that the handwriting matched. Right? <laughs> Every once in a while, he's leaning in a direction he shouldn't be. And one of us just put our hand out and yeah, slowly yeah, pushed him back. Stand up. He turns around and keeps walking back. And we're like, keep going. <laughs> okay. Doing great. So. This is playing out exactly like we wanted it to. <laughs> and it all led to us being... Yeah. Right. So obviously, first of all, they, they're going to believe you guys. You guys have the map. You guys have everything mm-hmm. else. Mike Brady has the tattoos. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and did those symbols match his tattoos? We can discuss. Not that. at all. Okay. Not even close. <laughs> so basically, yeah. I mean, this ends the scene. You guys level up. You Ooh. guys, you guys have unmasked the wow. traitors. You tell the town leaders and all this kind of stuff. Roth. And uh, the town elder, Nevitz, you know, are shocked and appalled and because, you know, the, the temple used to control this part of the country. Right. You know, and now here it's evil is on the rise again and people are being kidnapped in the night and all this stuff. So it's like all of their worst fears sort of made made real. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? Not that not that every not that anybody particularly liked these guys. Oh, and. uh hmm. Severin sends a couple of his men to go arrest Kilrent. Ah. Okay. What is awesome. Severin, what, how does he feel when he hears about the... He wants to talk to you guys alone. He, he, yeah. He, I mean, he's like, oh, this is terrible. You know, uh, I mean, we, we have some place that we can hold them. He's like, this is terrible. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Well, no. I mean, he, me. you know... Well, he's like, this is terrible. This is a clearly an indication of something bigger. Maybe we should discuss that at a later point. Basically, <laughs> yes. He, he, he offers to hold these guys until, you know, the mayor decides what to do with them or the town council. Maybe until Rufus and Byrne get back. He's like, maybe we should just hold these guys until then. And all this... And they can torture him. But, but he is <laughs> like... It happens um, off screen. Maybe you guys could uh, could come see me in the tower tomorrow morning, and we can talk some more, basically. Yes. Um, and we'll find out what happens next time on Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds is a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, set in Gary Gygax's World of Greyhawk. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. Uh, pause podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we come back to podcast. He's uh, got marks on him. I don't know from where. Oh, that's amazing. That's crazy. <laughs>